and we are 15 less than 15 seconds out at this point. Welcome to Ability MKE Now, live on River West Radio. We are so happy to be here. We are Ability MKE Now. We are all about integration. We are bringing people with disabilities and people without disabilities together, uh, enjoying life here in the Milwaukee area. So we all have different abilities, right? We are diving into the topic of diverse abilities, showcasing and sharing a variety of aspects of ability-related topics. So the concept of disability obviously hits a pretty wide range of, of possibilities. We could be talking about uh, physical or mental disabilities, deaf and hard of hearing community, blindness, chronic pain, mental health diagnosis, goal of substance use reduction, could going uh, even into like chemical sensitivities, EMF energy, there, there's a, a huge wide range of possibilities. And we all, even amongst all these differences that we have, we all have so many things that are more similar than they are different. We all have our own personal strengths and weaknesses. So something that we uh, really dive into here with Ability MKE now is, is bringing all of us together, all of us being part of the same team on the same playground all of that learning to uh, enjoy life here in the milwaukee area and seeing what diverse possibilities are out there that we maybe have heard of some things maybe we have not heard of and what does that mean to us in our own in our own little circle of of life and of friends and and in our own world so my name is sue roscoff and as always we're joined by my awesome hubby kurt roscoff kurt you want to pop on in here and and give a big uh, shout out hello to everybody hello everybody uh yes i am kurt roscoff here with ability mk now radio at riverwestradio.com uh, we love it when you go to the show page at riverwestradio.com and take a look at all the shows and Ability MK Now is right at the top and uh, you can see a little bit more description. You can see where our Facebook page is and uh, get involved with us here. Feel free to contact us anytime. Uh, Kurt and Stu Roscoff, uh, you can Google us and whatever y'all want to do to be in touch with anything that comes out through this uh, radio show. Um, but I want to bring about the idea of goodness of fit, you know, and here in disability advocacy, we can really embrace something that's for everybody. The idea is it's really great when we help people be the best versions of themselves or the best version of themselves, you know, in how they, how they define it, how a person defines who they are, their identity, what they want to do, how they want to do it, and to be able to be the author of the story of their life. And in disability advocacy, we are learning about a lot of cases where, you know, people can come into an impasse where other people have ideas for their life. And then all of a sudden, they are put into a place that they don't want to be in. And sometimes it's the system that is the perpetrator to get somebody 
you know, in an uncomfortable place, not able to build the life that they want. And that is something that can be experienced as systemic oppression. So when it's systemic oppression, we are looking for system change. Because now we're talking about that many people are experiencing the same thing because we have a flaw in the system. So in situations like medical arrangements, you know, there's the idea of, um, well, informed consent for one, but supported decision-making. So when I bring up about supported decision-making, uh, a lot of people benefit from an ombudsman or, you know, other people that are put in place as you know power of attorney and so forth and some people really like that arrangement where you know they're just really afraid of making the wrong decision or maybe they just trust this other person or service to go ahead and to speak on their behalf and um, so but that's where sometimes it's hard to bridge from all the way one way to we all make our own decisions to all the way another way that somebody else is empowered um, as the official capacity, the spokesperson on our behalf. And, and it's like, we want something in between. And, and that has come to be. It's, it's um, called informed decision-making where services are there to keep you in the freedom of making your own choices. And then services and professionals are there to help you make the choice of your own that's in your own best interest. So today we're here joined by a uh, friend of ours, uh, her name is Patty, and uh, she has gone through, you know, quite an entourage of experiences. And Emily, who's on here in her co-host team, has been helping out and uh, really, you know, testing the system. You know, what does the system have to provide for an individual? And then Patty is somebody who, you know, given what's happened in the last couple of months, has rised up. Uh, risen up and said, you know what, it's really a shame that people have to go through this. So let's take a look at this for the future and let's prevent this type of uh, a grievous set of acts that are under the guise of executing law and under just be, you know, just kind of doing what you need to do to get through the process. And, and you know, so then all of a sudden, uh, people who make these systems relegate like how long it may take. And there's just realities. There's limited resources, you know, through these agencies and offices and the funding for who's getting paid to do it. You know, the number of people available is limited. So it can take a lot of time. So when wrong decisions are made and then we have to go through many months or sometimes you could be looking at a description of a year and here you sit, what's happening now, you don't want now, and you got to go through all the litany of contacts and really a lot of tiring, tolling activity to get the right people on the phone, to get the right people exchanging the right emails, and to get the right people together to understand how we entered into somebody's life, disrupted it, totally what is not intended or needed or meant, and it's just... A bad fit, but we have a culture and customs and processes and systems and things that is just kind of like too bad, too too sad, so sad. 
you know, you just got to deal with it. It's just reality. It, you know, it's what you got to do. So, but to me, we have the opportunity to relook at it and to say, how can we build mechanisms to make adjustments when clearly, when we take another look at it, we totally have somebody in the polar opposite direction of where they need to be. So Patty, do you want to share um, any insight on your story uh, with our River West radio audience here and, you know, kind of give a little, little idea from, from your experience, being the person that is just fighting for your freedom, your rights, and, you know, just the life that you have in mind. What do you have to say? What do you want to share? Well, I can't believe the half of it. In fact, I've ended up with bronchitis because of it. Um, it started with a, a restraining order, and it ended up my being in six different psych units in six weeks with no prior knowledge to any of this. And um, now I'm fighting with um, having um, to see a doctor once a month and on medication that um, I don't want any part of any of it. Yes. Yeah, so what we're dealing with, folks, is we're dealing with a system where a few psychiatrists get involved and they take a look at the the way it's written up and kind of it's a situation where you think of garbage in, garbage out. So that's how, you know, Patty gets into this situation is people are looking at documentation and they're like, given what's in front of my eyeballs, yeah, this looks like, you know, somebody who's severely mentally ill and what follows, um, it's indicative uh, or it's indicated that, you know, th this is the medication that'll help somebody who's going through this. And it's their interpretation as a professional of paperwork. Patty is reporting to us that three psychiatrists perpetrated the authority under their signature representing their license saying that their expertise is saying that Patty is severely mentally ill and that she needs to take these medications and that this all goes before the court to then empower that court judge to say, Patty, you are hereby court ordered to stay within the mental health system. You know, you are forced, um, you know, with the, the law of um that it's it's not elective there is no choice it is force the idea is that it's like she's looney tunes and and she can't make up her own mind and decide and she's like i don't want it the law is saying patty can't make a choice that we are here to protect the public and the public needs to be protected from patty and the only way to protect the public are these pharmaceutical drugs, these synthetic drugs, and then she has to take it. And then this is affecting her health, her life longevity. There's a lot of holistic advocates that would say, wow, what Patty is being penalized with here based on an interpretation of her story. And it's a system where they don't have to get to know Patty. You all know through the little bit that she just talked, you know Patty better than these psychiatrists. And they went ahead and did all of this official business. I am just wowed, Milwaukee. Wow, this is really happening real time right now. Back to you, Sue. Yeah, it's amazing that such a, an occurrence could even happen. Uh, fairness and understanding and it, 
I'm just thinking back here at this point now, I know that uh, Denise had brought to us in the last couple of years, or a couple of years, a couple of weeks, the concept of the wheel of life, and that there are these eight different aspects to the wheel of life, um, and which are friends and family, significant other, personal growth, fun and leisure, home environment, career, money, and health. And to me, all of this kind of funnels back in, I mean, it does obviously touches on a lot of things related to health and, and whatnot as well. But even with personal growth, I, I feel that um, perhaps with with what's all happening here and kind of where Kurt, where you started out the conversation in the aspect of, of personal growth, I mean, there's, there's absolutely no way you can go through such such events in your life and not end up in the end growing from it in some fashion here. That sounds like the kind of thing nobody wants to be in the middle of, of, of basically like an ongoing personal crisis. And, and I'm so glad that you're able to reach out and to, uh, to call on, on help so that you don't have to do things alone. This is something that um, challenges and and what comes to us all individually, we all face our own difficulties along the way, right? So I know, I, I know, and Kurt's been the best advocate that I've ever met for so many friends over the years. Pe people that have, have uh, come in up against different issues, whether it be, um, actually, I'm, the, the stories I'm thinking of are kind of in the, the whole disability world that, uh, that we've been so in touch with here in the last handful of years. And some of the stories that I've heard along the way of how people don't have their own personal rights anymore, somebody else gets to decide for them. You know, a good friend of ours, he always says, you know, look at my ability, not my disability. And I think sometimes those that are not in a close relationship with, with a person who has a disability, they forget that that's a person sitting there and you need to actually talk to them. <laughs> you need to find out where they are in their life. You can't just make assumptions. I I'm guilty of that. That is something when uh, this good friend of ours, when I first met him, I, this was all new to me. I didn't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, we've, we've all been in uncomfortable situations and tried to make our best guess of what's the right thing and not having necessarily the confidence to ask the right questions or just even to ask questions. Like you got to have a certain comfort level that life gives you that over time. You know, we we're all have had different experiences and that's what brings you to where you are today. And that's where I've, I'm very, I feel very blessed to have met the people I have uh, over these years while we've been um, doing a lot with, like I've said so many times in the past, with adaptive water skiing and, and all these amazing activities that we've we've had the privilege to to do. The resilience that I've seen in people, the the attitude of of basically being a winner in the end here, of being the best version of themselves that they can be. I have learned, I actually, let me think over to, to Denise again as well, where she's all about living creatively. What a statement that is to live creatively. If you, you figure out what is your path, how do you get from where you are to where you want to be? I mean, we all, what disability or not, we all have that type of, of peace in us where we, we have goals, we have dreams, we have desires, we have things that we want out of our own lives, right? Everybody has that. And that's where taking 
getting from where you are now to where you want to be is a process of some sort, right? And how we get there is different for everyone. And what we can do to lean on friends and family and and the resources that are out there and to be able to find those resources, again, that's something that, that we strive for within Ability MKE now that we can make it known things that are available so that people don't have to struggle so much to figure out their path to get to where they are looking to go. So it, it's amazing that there's, I mean, gosh, the the self-improvement industry is multi-million dollar, huge business. Take that down to, on a personal level, what we can do to help each other all the time on a daily basis, What even the little things we can do, giving somebody a smile. You see somebody going, walking past you. You may not even understand the impact you make on them just by saying hello and giving them a smile. Sometimes it is the little things that truly can make a difference. And sometimes it's the big things. Sometimes a friend calls and says, hey, I need some help. I, I'm looking for, for, your, for your expertise, for your help, for whatever it is. To be able to be there for a person and, and to help in what what it is that they need at that time. I mean, that, that takes me back to actually, Kurt, I, I should bring you back on here again too with, uh, with Project Die Hard and with what the experience has all been with how that organization started. Now that takes it over to the military flair that Project Die Hard is all about helping veterans who get back from, from serving in whatever capacity they served in the military and the struggle that often takes place trying to get back to civilian life and and to adapt back into to their normal their new normal and sometimes you need help with that and some guidance and that is part of why suicide rate is as high as it is it's ridiculous so organizations are out there there's there's opportunities there's resources and sometimes it's just a matter of knowing them and being able to find them if you have to go through all sorts of layers of people and organizations to get to the help you need, that's not good. It should be something where it, if you need help with something, it's not that hard to find. So I'm, I'm hopeful that, um, I, going back to Patty's story here, that she's able to find the, the resources needed to, to get to the end point of, of where she needs to be. Because it seems clear to, from what I understand that she has not found those right pieces yet. And the fact that it's been such a difficult search, it, that's, that's not acceptable. <laughs> uh, we, we've in the past have also been part of an organization called ADAPT. That is a nationwide organization that is all about what it takes to get things done legislatively on, on a government level to make change. Because sometimes a person is not enough to make it. it unfortunately, one, one squeaky wheel is not always enough. But if you get a bunch of squeaky wheels together and make it known what issues there are and where, where improvement can be made and to, to come with solutions, and that sometimes is what it takes coming at it as a group, as an organization, as, such as ADAPT, to be able to be heard. And everybody wants that, right? Who doesn't want their voice heard? That is something that I, I hope that, um, that resources can be found and understood and made available 
at all times. So Kurt, I'm going to bring you back on here. Uh, what what other thoughts did you want to add uh, with with this with the idea of of what we you know obviously with Patty's story, but also even with personal growth. Do you have any thoughts that you want to share on that too? Well, <clears throat> when we talk about personal growth, we can ask ourselves as a community, you know, what are we seriously doing to help individuals with personal growth? So personal growth is very much like a relationship, you know, so, you know, if you kind of look at if it is to be, it's up to me. And, you know, just self-actualization and uh, self-efficacy and, you know, just, um, you know, not leaving what you need to accomplish in life as much um, up to other people, you know, yeah, we can talk about personal growth in a way, you know, about an individual's responsibility to themselves in terms of like, you know, um, taking care of number one, you know, type of idea that, um, you know, it's up to ourselves to make sure that our lives uh, go the way we want it to. But then uh, beyond that is, you know, the environmental aspect, you know, the uh, resources. Let's take a look at the idea of zip codes, you know, right here in Milwaukee, you know, and you can say this for anywhere, you know, how so much of a person's life is dictated by what zip code they have, you know, so that is something to, to really think about what we can do to implement at a macro level, you know, in terms of, you know, if we want it, individuals and Milwaukeeans to experience, you know, as much personal growth as possible, let's continue this and let's celebrate the great work being done by many nonprofits and agencies, health and human services, you know, people who are in the people business is a huge deal. And I talk many times about faith life, service life, lifelong learning, uh, civics, and, you know, being a productive member of society, and then all the fun things that, that are available um, in life, entertainment, sports, rec, hobbies, pastime, Leisure activities. So a lot of when you get down to it is about balance, about how are we balancing responsibility uh, with self-care and uh, with just making the most in life, the idea of carpe diem. And uh, some people talk about this huge area of time management. You know, there's somebody through the Happy Neighborhood Project, just coincidentally, somebody networking at HMP. And um, so the resource of this person is that they advocate to say, maybe shift from always bringing it up as time management and maybe it's activity management, you know, because everybody gets the same amount of time. So if you get wrapped up in managing time, it, it's going to be, um, you know, kind of a, a little uh, subject to disappointment, maybe, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But if you look at your activities, like right now, we're at River West Radio, we managed our activity to say at this time, this is the activity we want to do. So everybody on earth has this moment right now, and we're choosing River West Radio. And uh, so, you know, to me, that's the idea is, 
let's take a deep dive introspectively within a person. And then let's take a look at fostering and supporting and enriching and being favorable and being equitable and all these things of social justice and you know thinking of stigma think about if we put somebody under stigma they may be doing a great job bringing forth self-improvement and personal growth but they're being suppressed by us around them so it's a relationship is how i pose it back to you sue awesome thank you so much kurt and that uh, you mentioned uh with HMP, uh, Happy Neighborhood Project. Sorry, stumbling on my word there. The one thing that they do have coming up is the Global Happiness Summit. And actually, I, I know we got Emily on here. I wonder if you want to just share a couple details about what is the Global Happiness Summit and when is that? So, so folks can now look forward to that. It is going to be August, again, Friday, October 7th from nine to three Pacific. Uh, noon to six Eastern um, on the hub and platform um, and there's going to be a lot of um, like speed networking uh, different talks uh, entertainment uh, there's a lot of different things going on so um, I encourage, encourage and love to see everybody there so Global Happiness Summit, just think about what those words encompass. Global Happiness Summit. It is going to be a fun event and it's uh, it's totally in a flavor of, of where I like my headspace to be. It's it's a way to connect with people and and it's all based in the happiness realm, right? It's pretty awesome. So I'm I'm looking forward to that and, and excited that 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 is something that is going to be taking place on October 7th. So that's a, that's, that's a fun date to put on the calendar. Uh, and as you're talking about personal growth, and actually with Kurt, with one thing that you had mentioned, it made me think back to um, just in the last few weeks here, we have had a couple of our last opportunities of the season to do our adaptive water skiing that we enjoy so much. And a couple of, of participants in our adaptive water skiing, when I think of personal growth and understanding actually more after the fact, when we've had family members that have uh, shared back with us, I, I'm just thinking one in particular, a family member had shared back after the, the event was done that uh, the, the um, this was a mom sharing the story where her son was nervous to try the whole idea of the sit ski thing, you know, being in the water, he, he's a, a nonverbal individual. So it was something that he wasn't real sure about, but he got the courage up to go and do this with us. And then after this was all done, the, the mother was able to share that, uh, now he is a very technology oriented young man. And he apparently after that was doing a lot online, actually on YouTube and finding what resources he could find to learn more about water skiing and, and to continue enjoying it because he had such a great experience. And Think about the the growth that that is for somebody. The first time you sit in a sit ski might be a little intimidating because you know it's a first time. Anything you do for the first time is has that potential for for being a little scary. And it, it I, I'm so proud of those who come out and do that with us. At our last ski show of the year on Labor Day, 
we had an individual come and she also, uh, she had tried stand up skiing with us uh, previously and was willing to try the sit ski for being part of our final show of the year. And, and that too was something where she acknowledged the extent to which this skiing experience that she had really made a difference for her uh, in overcoming her personal fear, overcoming issues with focus. And, and there's there was a lot of pieces to that that she was was sharing that I, I did not expect to hear that type of feedback. And it was it was so nice when people can share their story and let others experience with them, at least on some level, what it was that their experience was. So I'm always so thrilled to, to have that chance. And now our, our ski season is done. We have to wait until next spring to get going on this again. So I'm. it's a hard time of year for us uh, skiers, right? Uh, but again, back to the personal growth. I love, I'm just going to mention with the time management, you said activity management. Such a simple sw switch in thinking is huge. I absolutely love that. So if everybody wants to think about it in a different way, that's what friends bring to us. So I'm so happy to have Emily and Patty with us today. And for Kurt and me here with Ability MKE now, we're thrilled to be here. We love our time together here. And for all that we bring forward, thank you. <laughs>